Justin, have you been feeling okay? Yeah. Your dad tells me you've been acting up. You got something on your mind, buddy? No. Sure is a funny way to act with Christmas just around the corner, huh? I don't care about Christmas. What? Come here, let me feel you. You must be sick. Uh. Justin Carver. What do you say? Tasty. What has gotten into you? Reaches for bread. <laughs> no, 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 no. You eat your vegetables. No. <laughs> no? Well, it's a good thing you don't care about Christmas, because at this rate, you're not going to have one. Picks nose. Justin? Did you wash your hands before dinner? No. Why not? I didn't feel like it. What do you mean you didn't feel like it? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Stacked. Um, we just did a little uh, scene read-through for um, a cult classic uh, Christmas movie called I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, starring the Sprouse Brothers as one person. Because, um, honestly, we didn't, we didn't know what the fuck and how the fuck to start this episode, so we just did that. Um, it's a good yeah, movie. Check it it's out. A, it's a good movie. Good check. A good Salt Lake City movie. I highly recommend it. If you're from Utah. Uh, they just, that was Ethan's Black Panther. It's my Black Panther. Uh, Temple Square forever, you know what I'm saying? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we are back, episode 67. Um, we thought, because, you know, everybody is celebrating their end-of-the-year festivities, par like, they're getting together with families finally after a long pandemic, and everyone's getting vaccinated and stuff with their boosters. We thought we'd run down some great movies about parties. Uh, we actually just had a party ourselves, uh... After after a long time of like you know not really doing anything with the friends and everything, we all got together. We all made a meal together, shared some gifts, some laughs. You know, our good friend Justin Bulalio, he dressed up as Santa Claus, came in, played some beer pong. You know, had some drinks, had some merry times, and we thought during we we thought during this party we're like, what better way to do than for the next episode of Stacked record our favorite party movies? Right? Isn't that right, fellas? Isn't that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you literally said to me as I was like drunkenly around the party, you were like, "What episode? What topic should we do?" And I said, first thing that came to my head, party movies, party." And I'm like, "Okay, that's what we'll do." And that's yeah. what we're doing. That's what we're doing here, guys. I had a hard time trying to find a list. I haven't seen too many mo party movies. I want to. I want to know, like, what qualifies as a party movie to, to you guys? Because like mine was like either movies surrounding a party or movies that have a significant party sequence but like mm -hmm. what about you chris like what was your way of deciphering what is a party movie well for me i i actually didn't really like place too much importance on the fact that the film portrays a party for me like i also just interpret it as like what's a fun movie to watch at a when you're at a party um because like you know you can have a movie playing in the background or whatever when you're watching when you're having a party or something so I kind of just like went about like picking out like fun movies to watch in a big group of people, maybe like something that's non-committal, you know, because I feel like at parties you might be mingling a lot. Um, so it has to be like easily digestible, comedic, tight pacing, easy to follow, you know, like I just kind of went about in that way. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, that's really how I approached it. How about you, Brandon? Uh, I approached it in the sense of party sequences, right? So I have a pre-party movie, like the planning of a party. I have a party movie uh, that is basically all party. And then I've got a post-party movie, which deals with the post-party movement. Uh, post-party. But also, like, all of them are in, they each have, like, party sequences. Like, whether mm -hmm. that be a flashback, the end being a party, or just it being the most party ever. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a the stupid way. Party. I mean... You'll know when you hear it, but um, each of these movies like has a party in it and it surrounds it. It doesn't necessarily have to be the crux of the movie. Like it doesn't have to be the point. But for me, that's this. It, this implements like all of the like ways you can have a party. Yeah, I. I don't know if I had any real theming. I guess I could say it's like three different types of parties from three very different cultures. I would say I don't know. Uh. Maybe two are similar, but I just pick good moves, good parties, just because, like, 
Like I said, I haven't really seen too many party movies. I don't know. I guess I'm not too much of a party animal when it comes to the cinema. Brandon is spreading his Captain America action figure like he's trying to eat him out on the podcast, and I am very uncomfortable. Please stop. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm just- I don't know what you're- <laughs> I'm bleeping that. I'm bleeping that. God damn you. I'm bleeping that. <laughs> I want to make a note about that. I'll listen to it. Don't worry. I got I got all of Saturday to spend my time on this one. God, God damn, damn you. you. <laughs> all right. Let me run down the rules of the show. Let's get to the party movies. Once a week, we set a topic or theme and go our separate ways to construct our own three film stack. Then after a week, we come back here on the podcast and share our own stacks one film at a time. Then at the end of the show, we'll mix and match our nine films, make the ultimate decision on what quintessential three film stack we're checking out this hypothetical video store. I'm going first with... Um, I'm. It's basically... I don't know. None of you guys have seen this movie. I'm just going to say that. None of you guys have seen this movie, but I think it's really good. I'm just going to, it's going to be a little quick recommendation. Uh, it's a Peter Sellers movie. Um, it's a really good movie, except for one thing. Peter Sellers does kind of do brown face in it. And that's like where I have to draw the line. He plays, but I'm picking it anyway, (laughs) but I'm picking it anyway. Cause it's kind of funny regardless of him doing the brown face. Like, uh he played <laughs> so it's funny. the movie's called the party it's a 1968 movie um brandon think of the think of the end of um playtime playtime how, how did you know i'm just god okay yeah <laughs> think of the end of playtime but a whole film where oh, peter sellers the best scene of that movie. basically plays this monsieur hulot character where he is this uh this Indian, I, I think he works in special effects, or is he an actor? It's been so long since I've seen it. I'm gonna be honest. Um, but but the he finds good. but he finds his way into this Hollywood party because he I know he does work in the movies and he finds his way into this big extravagant Hollywood party in this big mansion, and the movie is basically just him, uh, going through physical comedy and stuff like that, and just seeing how the night progresses and how it becomes crazier and crazier, just like that scene in uh playtime. And I remember watching it with my dad. He's a big Peter Sellers fan. Um and it's just it gets I remember it just gets fucking crazy. It has really good gags. You know like those those pools with the walkways in the middle? Uh no. No? It, okay. Well there's like pools and there's like stepping stones. Some a lot of fa- really fancy pools have them. There's a lot of great gags with that. I remember I, I remember I there, guess I don't go to a I lot remember of fancy at, at one point like an elephant shows up. You have been to a lot of fancy parties. I've been to a lot of fancy house recently because of my job, so I I'm an expert. No, I'm just kidding, I don't think I've ever seen that uh, at my job yet. But um Yeah, it just gets really crazy. I don't know. I it like I said, hard for me to pick good party movies. I thought this was really funny when I was a kid. It might be bad now because I forgot that Peter Sellers plays an Indian dude in this movie. Because, and then I looked it up. I'm like, oh, this movie was funny. And then I looked it up, and everyone's like, yeah, this movie's very problematic because he plays an Indian dude. I'm like, but I remember it's still funny. Like, there's like no reason for him to play an Indian dude. He just does. I don't know. It's weird. Peter Sellers, he fascinates me. Like, I you'd never know his like his true accent. No. He he's kind of like. I don't. He's kind of like a Rob Schneider, if you if you think about it, but like way better. Where he like he plays a bunch of different like types of people. He's a real chameleon. Do you think? Do you? Think <laughs> but he does it. Be- he does it well as well. Actor as Peter Sellers. I wouldn't be surprised. And by the way, R.I.P. Rob Schneider. Um, he died. Yeah. I he died recently. Uh, pancaked by drunk dump truck driver. Yeah, that's very sad. R.I.P. Rob Schneider. Uh, does anybody have anything to say about this movie? I like Peter Sellers. Yeah, you know, he's good in Doctor Strange Love. He plays multiple roles in that. Have you seen any of the original Pink Panthers? Uh, I don't think so. Actually, I don't think I have. So, I've seen I, the I, um, being there. He's in. He's good in that. Mm-hmm. You've only seen the uh, Steve Martin ones, haven't you? Yeah, that's the only one I've seen. Yeah, what do you think of this movie, Chris? What do you? I mean, have you ever heard of it, or this is no, new information to you? <laughs> completely fresh for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. I've seen like four Peter Seller movies, and the only one I've really, really liked is Doctor Strange Love. So, I'd recommend this, the Peter Sellers Casino Royale James Bond movie, and What's New Pussycat. 
and the Pink Panther movies. Those are like, those are funny. Those are funny, man. Those are fucking funny classic 60s comedies. Come on, bro. Okay. Doesn't get any better than 60s comedies than those movies. Come on. All right. There's my pick, Brandon. Let's, no, 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 no. Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, Brandon. You don't got to leave me on like that. Um, yeah, sorry, a little Joker's trick for you. Gotcha. <laughs> um, so my first film, I decided to make my first one the the most direct one. Um, my first one is a movie about partying. Um, twenty thirteen, Scorsese, Wolf. Oh, oh, Wolf. Wolf. Have we? That's a good party movie because there's a lot never, of parties in it. Have we never picked it so for fr- We have. We. I don't think we've ever even mentioned it on Stack somehow. I, I know for sure we haven't final stacked it, but I don't even know if we've. I, ever, I know we haven't final stacked it, but I want to see if we have. I'm curious. Um, I am curious as well because I I didn't pick it for one of those reasons. Yeah. Well, tell um, us about Wolf. Why it's a good party movie? Chris. Yeah. So Wolf of Wall Street. It is literally a movie about a guy indulging in complete and utter excess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's kind of, like it's hilarious as fuck, but also like, but the thing that. I think makes this kind of fun is like it's also a pretty thought provoking movie on its in its messaging about um, you know capitalist systems of greed and all that. Um, but I'll put that aside for this conversation because it's we're really here to talk about partying, and it is completely unapologetically funny in its approach to its subject. Um, it's so endlessly quotable. I think there are probably there are dozens of lines throughout this movie that I have probably done back and forth with Brandon on, especially yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, women the women's shoes line or where are the ludes? Yeah, where are the ludes? Where are the ludes? Of my ass, don't worry about. it. Of my ass, don't worry about it. Um, They're free now. Go. Yeah, you're free. Yeah, it's like, I'll open the door. You're free now. You're run free. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Those three lines were like in our house for like ever. Yeah, we always um, talked about them. Yeah, the performances are just incredible, especially out of Leo and uh, Jonah Hill. They bal- like the film balances comedy and drama really flawlessly, and you know you'll find yourself in one moment like laughing your ass off at something that happens, and the next moment like like I, like for example, I mean we all talk like everybody talks about the. The argument scene between Leo and uh, and Margot oh when uh, with the I don't know there's something so brutal and real about that se- that sequence. Not the first um, one, the last. Yeah, one. like the one, the one uh, that like when they, yeah when he tried to take the kid. Anyway, um, yeah. So this movie really does feel like one long party that just goes to complete shit by its end. Um, yeah, it's plenty of fun. Uh, easy to watch as both a focused spectator, but also if you're watching it passively as well, it can still be fun. Because it feels like every individual scene can also just be its own little like sketch. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. I think it's a lot of fun. Wolf. Yeah, you guys, you guys know it. You guys love it. Yep. Great fucking movie. Top tier Scorsese. Um, we were actually doing the Leo DiCaprio dance at our Christmas party. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. We were we trying to learn the, <laughs> the wedding. Like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna do yeah. that at Cody's wedding? We're oh, absolutely gonna. Yeah. We have to circle. We have to circle Cody. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Um, yeah, nothing better than a good old, uh, good old true crime story. Good old uh, success story. Uh, you know, this is all based on a real guy. This really happened. Um, Jordan Belfort. Jordan Belfort, and it's just crazy the shenanigans he'd get up to, and. I'd want I'd want to be at every single one of these parties. You could imagine me there, right, guys? I could be right right in the front lines, just I just you know fucking dancing and just I chugging chug, you know, chugging beers, you know. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Brandon would kick ass at the at the beer pong table. Brandon was killing at the beer pong at the Christmas yeah. party. Yeah, you, good. Joey, and Jack were going in on it. It yeah. was crazy. Jack, Jack was just giving Jack out drinks so to you. <laughs> even though, even yeah. though you guys didn't even drink that much because you were playing so well. Damn. I won when I won with Craiger and I won with Joey, and then yeah. I also I also won early on with Jack. So. Yeah. Well, who did who drank Jack, Jack's drinks when you were uh, playing him? Me. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so what's the point? What? So when you were playing against Jack. 
No, you were... I, he was with me. We played doubles. Oh, he was. W- oh, doubles. Okay, yeah, I thought I, you were... was, I was on. I was on the other team with Justin. Uh huh. Okay, 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 okay. I was draining balls left and right. That's all I got. Draining balls, bro. Left you were right. fucking draining, bro. That's fucking sick. That's fucking tight. Anyway, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Good movie. So funny, Jonah. Probably my favorite Jonah Hill performance. I gotta say. I would agree. By far. I would say yeah. the only thing that comes close is like Twenty Two Jump Street. Probably. Yeah. Or Moneyball. He plays such different characters. He does. Crazy. But yeah, I would agree. I mean, the partying is a huge focus, and it does it by decade too, which is kind of cool. You know, I feel like you get to see partying from all these different drug-induced eras, whether that be cocaine or quaaludes or whatever. Or you get to see him just messing around in the office. Office parties are kind of crazy. I hope we're not seeing office Christmas party on the stack. Because that's not a good one. <laughs> Ethan. No, I've never seen that movie, but I just I remember it. it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, good party choice. Great movie in general. Parties are interspersed throughout, so love that. Nice. Nice. Alrighty. Nice. This is a good, good fucking pick. I I see its potential in the final. Uh Brandon, please illuminate yeah. us you with you, us with your first party movie. All so right? my first first party movie is a pre-party movie, and it, as in it's all about the planning of a party. Uh, it is. Oh no, oh. no, I don't think you know. What is maybe it? you do? You you've seen this movie, Chris? Have I? It's a Christmas movie. Arthur Christmas. No, it's Christmas <laughs> with the Cranks. so let me let me just say let me just say this is a family classic i know it's not a very well-made movie but i i i have so many fond memories of watching this with my family and it follows uh this family called the cranks as they try to skip christmas this one year and everyone in their neighborhood nobody's like angry at the or everybody's angry at them but nobody else is like any denomination other than christian and they're trying to like skip christmas and everybody's like you can't skip christmas that's not okay or whatever but then they find out halfway through the movie that their daughter blair is coming home for the holidays with her new boyfriend and they have to cancel their um they have to cancel their vacation that they're going to skip christmas for and they ha- they're going to have to plan this party late uh, by getting up all together, like the Christmas tree, the lights, the food they need, all in order to throw this giant party at the end because the Christmas party is like a staple of their household. But uh-huh. unfortunately, since it's too late, everybody is acting in a very Scrooge-like move- mood towards this family. And it's like very funny the way that navigates uh, this couple's struggle for planning this party. And I kind of mm-hmm. relate because I forgot our party was that day, remember? So <laughs> I was like super like stressed about throwing a good party, even though everybody else provided, you know? Yeah. Um, but Christmas with the Cranks is a good pre-party movie. The party at the end is nice, sweet. And the way the neighbors kind of band together is very heartwarming. Yes, it's not a very great movie, but it is a very funny and relatable one you especially with the party at the end chris i know you like this movie i showed it to you yes this was a very fun movie um i think it's i think it's pretty dang good honestly like it's it's a very innocently made christmas movie you know it's it you know it's exactly what you need you know to get in the holiday spirit nothing too fancy just just it's it's quite quaint if you will very um, quaint <laughs> yeah. very quaint movie um i think it's really funny um but a lot of heart behind it too um yeah you know it, it's a movie that very much like is a product of its time it really has that 2000s energy to it mm-hmm. and that kind of innocent charm that com- kind of comes with this this kind of movie but i think it worked well um you know like the arcs are pretty like easy to follow and they're wholesome they're like it's it's well written it's just it's it's your it's your simple movie and I think it does it really well. Um, there is this one sequence that still makes me die laughing where Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> is trying to, is, um, she goes to the store to buy like a honey baked ham for her daughter that she, that her daughter really likes. But there's this whole little thing that goes down and um, basically the honey baked ham is rolling down the park, the parking lot and into the street and it gets run over by a semi and Jamie Lee <laughs> Curtis lets out 
like probably better a better scream than she has done in any of the Halloween movies. <laughs> like like her soul went into that scream. And, it was incredible. And then it transitions. And, it's crazy. Yeah, it is just so funny. And I think it's great. Um very innocent, simple movie. Like it's one of those things where it's like it's not a it's not your it's not like a quote unquote quality movie by traditional standards, but it's like for what it is, mm-hmm. couldn't ask for more. What about those party at the end? What about the party? Do you like the, the party? Part, party was really cute, honestly. Yeah. Especially that ending. It's so wholesome. Like the whole like, you know, oh, she came back. And, uh, like, yeah. I don't know. It's very, it's it's an easy movie to love. Mm-hmm. Except if you're Ethan. Ethan. He grows. You seem like you're, you're hesitant <laughs> on this one. Um, what movie are we talking about again? <laughs> Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> I haven't seen it. That's why I forgot. So I forgot. Oh. I've I've only seen the JonTron video about Christmas of the Cranks, and he makes it seem like it's a really shitty movie. So I've never watched it. it it's who's who is it? Who are the Cranks? It's Tim Allen, right? Yeah, Tim Allen, Jamie Lee, Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. That's right. It's the, they are the Cranks. Dan Aykroyd's in it, but he's not a crank. Dan Aykroyd's in it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I am Christmas of the Cranks. Yeah, that's a fun movie. What what's it on? Is it on a streaming service? I could check. I, I'd be down to watch Christmas the Cranks. See what it's all about. It's check in it the out. Christmas spirit. I I'm in kind of in the Christmas spirit to watch a Christmas movies. So that'd be Same. fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, look nice. at that. Well done, guys. Well done. Okay. Uh, back to me. Uh, I'm picking. I'd consider this a movie. It's technically part of a mini series, but on Letterbox, it's its own thing as a movie. Uh. It is part of the Small Axe series, directed by Steve McQueen. I'm oh. thinking Lovers Rock. Uh. Uh, this movie is just party. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just a party, and it's complete vibes, and I'm I love it. I love the music. I love ex- I love exploring every corner of this party and seeing other people talking. Like to me, this felt like um going to like a college party. And sometimes when I was just like really drunk, I just like, I just walk around and just stand by people and like check out conversations, go somewhere else, go to one place, you know, I'd like, I, there's no real one character you follow in this movie, I would say. Uh, I, I mean, I guess there are two, you know, um, hmm. Hmm. but like, I don't know. It's just like, it's such a relax, like, it's weird to say a party movie is a relaxing movie to watch, you know? Mm-hmm. But it did it did get me nostalgic for like college parties that I used to go to and like just how how connected everybody would feel when there's like music and the conversation and sometimes there'd be drama at the parties, you know, uh, things would happen. Um, and it's just it's a really cool uh, also just another just like a view into like what uh, culture for uh, what 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 are they are they are they Haitian? I think they're from the Caribbean. Caribbean? Right. Yeah. Cuz like it's it we talked about it in my black cinema class mm-hmm. uh about how there is a lot of like import from other countries obviously in Yeah. In, uh the, in UK the UK at the time. Yeah. yeah, like Jamaica and Haitian. I think it's that area in yeah. particular. I think it's the Caribbean. I don't and know if it's any specific particular island yeah just a, a lot of of that identity pushed into the soul of this movie and its characters and the, the, its community in there and i just i i ate it all up and i thought this was this was probably my favorite of the small axe films that i watched i didn't watch them all i but i think it got halfway through and this one was like my favorite so brandon what do you think about this one i i think it's a good movie i think it's the most overrated of the small axe movies and unfortunately oh um I think it is a movie that is basically just vibes. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot of dancing, um, a lot of people like having a good time, but there is drama, you know, it's not all fun and games, which is kind of cool. It kind of captures that aspect of partying, which is why I think it's a good pick for this because it is basically all party. Um, but I do, I will say that I expected more because everybody was kind of like digging it. That's true. Um, but to me, it like, the honestly, like the closest thing it reminded me to was like everybody wants them or Days and Confused, those like Linklater movies. Mm-hmm. Except for those, like those are like more reliant on 
the decade trope because those are like 70s and 80s whereas this is like very much kind of like a 60s england punk scene not punk scene um what's a i don't know what the scene what, 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 what i don't remember oh but, there there were young people in england that yeah in the 60s yeah but it's good it's good london enough london but, in the 60s London College of Fashion. London College of Fashion in the 60s. She has, she has a bit part in The Power of the Dog, and I was like, I didn't even know she was in this movie. Is she really? Thomas and Mackenzie's in the, the Power of the Dog. Yeah, it shocked me. Isn't it a Western? Is she British yeah. in it? Uh, she's barely in the movie. But the thing is, is like <laughs> by this point, like everybody's like knows who she is, because she's like uh-huh. in like four, four kind of very popular independent movies. Jojo, Leave No Trace. Old. Old. That's an independent movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. And Last Night in Soho. Yeah. Chris, yeah. have you seen any of the Small X movies in Lover's Rock? No. I. This was just one of those ones that flew under my radar when it happened. You got You got to check fun? it out. I think, I think you'll You'll like it. Mangrove, even if the lead is an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, Hollywood. Nah, the Hollywood, the biz. What can you? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do about it? All right, Chris, what's your second party movie? All right, let me ask you guys this: Which one would you rather hear first? A movie to watch at a party, or a movie about oh. a political party? What? Oh, that's good though. I like that. Oh, you really took the definite. Yeah, let's do. Um, let's do the the part political party. Yeah, let's do. Maybe like I'll cap end. off with cap off with the fun one at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's great because this one is not fun at all. Oh, <laughs> what is what? it? You're, you are not going to believe that somehow this movie made it into our. Have we seen it? You have. I oh, seen it. oh. What? You haven't. I haven't, but I know. I think this is a great pick. So I. This have is to crazy. It. What? He's cra- <laughs> Chris is crazy. He picked what movie, movie is it? Seen. That's crazy. I don't because I refuse to see this movie. Oh, it is a. I want to make sure is I'm it pronouncing Chinese this movie. It is directed by. I hope I pronounced this correctly. Lenai Riefenstahl, 1935, Triumph of the Will. Double <laughs> <Over laughs> stack, baby. <laughs> what? Had to pick it. No, you didn't, Chris. That's I hate to say this, but triple stack. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we all picked. What? Triumph so, of the Will. So I, I really wanted to make the political party joke, and I was like, how can I make this higher? So I We're never going to choose the, it again unless we, we do never, racist unless, movies. Unless we do like a really weird stack about we it. Do we do racist movies. Horrible yeah, movies. Racist movies. Horrible, <laughs> Bad people movies. Destructive. You want to find the most racist movie? Amoral movie. Triumph of the will. That's shocking. I was not expecting it. <laughs> yeah, you, you I have seen that movie. I have seen that movie. Yeah, you gave it three stars. <laughs> it is well made. It was you can't well made. just say, you can't just that. say that. You can't it's just okay. stop that without. Brandon like, thought me he saw it. all the stuff about Hitler. He's like that. Not not so bad. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the Triumph of the Will movie, and I said that looks not so bad. <laughs> I'm <laughs> okay. Um, Brandon, do you want to tell us about yeah. about yeah. Triumph of the Will? Yeah, because I've seen it. Um, it's a, it's a propaganda movie by Lynn Riefenstahl about the Nazi rise to power in Germany, uh, during the 1930s and early forties. And, uh, as a white male, uh, I love, uh, <laughs> 1940s World War II films. As a and white I, male, I, I like. <laughs> don't, don't you fucking say as a white male when you're talking about Triumph of the Will. What the fuck is wrong with you? I was just trying to communicate that all white men like World War II. Am I not? Am I right? Yeah. Uh, no, right. no, I, I don't know. My dad loves World War II. <laughs> I don't and... think it's that cool. Okay. I think a lot of bad stuff happened in it personally. It, no, you're right, but I'm just talking about how people react to the content produced about. Oh, yeah, no, that. I, I get that. And, I, and I for, for me, when I watched it, it's an interesting historical relic in the fact that it it's a well made documentary about the rise to power. It is propagandist, but it gives you that behind the curtain look that you never knew 
you kind of wanted to see like this terrible person and how they were able to take power in that area. You know, that's why I think it's extremely well made in the scope and it all. Do I think the content is abhorrent and terrible? Of course. Like anybody who agrees with that movie is a racist Nazi. But do I think it's a well made movie? Yeah, I do. I do. It's it, it it doesn't make you like want to follow them, but <laughs> then that's not well made. You're saying it's propaganda, but you're saying it doesn't make you want to follow it. Therefore, it's not well. Well, unless you're racist, like if you're if racist, you're racist then, it'll affirm it's successful. Race. It's successful, but if so, it's you're like, like if I was racist, I would love this movie. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you probably would. You probably would. I, I, Chris, do I? But disagree? you're not racist, so you don't love it. So why would you give three stars? Three stars is not loving a movie. You love it. No. <laughs> 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 I I just think it's interesting. Uh, it's the way interesting. It, the fashion. It is interesting. <laughs> the fascism, very interesting. White well, um, supremacy. It's interesting. But like the, are y'all being racist? Sasha just texted. No, we're not. No. Oh. Are y'all being <laughs> racist? Uh, Brandon is. <laughs> I didn't choose this movie. <laughs> I think it's here. It's. Hmm? <laughs> what brandon <laughs> no oh, okay yeah i don't know um i've never seen this i don't plan on seeing it gonna be honest <laughs> no it's not on my watch list <laughs> it's like the difference between it and the birth of the nation is the birth of the nation is like racist without it being true you know what i mean what do you mean? Like, so like, Triumph like, of the Will like, is racist, but it's true? Because Ah, it's man, like a... they're racist, but, like, uh, it's so true. It's... <laughs> what in the fuck are you talking about? Do you mean, like, it's a narrative versus documentary? Yeah, that that's okay. what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it's true. <laughs> they're saying some messed up fucks, but... God damn it, it's true. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Why are you saying that? <laughs> Because I'm flustered because I don't know. Because Ethan's uh, Ethan has made fun of me for giving it three stars for the longest time. <laughs> for the longest time. And I am for standing by it. Time. I am standing wow, by Wow, he is adamant with his three-star rating for Triumph of the Will, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Because, because I just hate being criticized for it. Because it's I, like... I, <laughs> <laughs> You're digging your grave, man. You're digging your fucking... <laughs> Uh, giving a half star to Birth of a Nation, that's good. That's good. <laughs> giving well, zero uh, stars to Bertrude Sus, that's good. But giving three stars to Triumph of the World, that's bad. Okay. Sure. Right, well, you should, just, that, that, you should that, just cut off everything that I said in that section. No, because that's we're discussing the movie. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon. Point five. <laughs> All right. Triumph of the will. Brandon, how about lift our spirits back up a bit with your second pick? How about you do that? I picked the birth, birth of a nation. nation. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I uh, picked I the picked birth of a nation. <laughs> the party I'm choosing, the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> like, what now? <laughs> I, That's I, too much. I, uh, I, I'm talking about the party movie to end all party movies. It's not a good movie. Birth of a nation. <laughs> <laughs> It's Project X. Project hey, X. I knew someone was gonna pick this. You have to pick this movie. It's not a good movie. I have no idea what the fuck this movie is. I've never seen it. It's it was a popular movie in twenty twelve or twenty eleven that like was a movement in the found footage genre where these group of teens try to throw the biggest party they ever can. And it starts out like a small get together, but one of them goes off the rails by posting like an ad on like what was it um craigslist so that dates the movie automatically uh but <laughs> it they end up having the party that grows and grows and grows but by the end of the movie uh it's kind of like criminal how big this party gets and justin our friend justin says this is one of the most ambitious movies ever made uh and he's right in the fact that yeah. it inspired a movement of people trying to recreate what this movie did 
And to do it with found footage is actually quite unique because often found footage is packed solely into the, uh, the horror genre. And you rarely see anything beyond that. So to see a comedy or a drama or even an action movie, or maybe all three if you're watching Project X, mm. uh, it's kind of exciting even if the movie's not that good. Because it isn't. It's just a POV of a party. But it's a it's a debaucherous party, and you gotta love that. Yeah. Chris, what do you, what do you think about Project X? I haven't seen Project X. Oh, you haven't either? Okay. Yeah, I've, um, I've only heard amazing things especially from justin um it is definitely a really interesting um concept and i li- and i really like the idea that it is a found footage movie because i don't know i feel like if, th- if this party actually happened that would be the kind of you know way that you would see this movie through yeah um and yeah it is um it's definitely a really interesting concept i really like the idea of like kind of just um you know maybe it, i don't know if it's done this way but like it makes me think of like, um, like movies that feel like they take place in real time, um, like I don't know, like Good Time or Nineteen Seventeen or stuff like that. You know, that really places you in the action with them, and I think that's great. I think that that would really work. And yeah, I'm, wow. I, I'm just waiting for the time to see this movie. I, 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 yeah, I'm down to watch it. I know nothing about. I remember, I remember people were obsessed with it. Like when I was, I think it was like in seventh grade. So that must have been like 2011, I think. Where everyone's like, "Yo, we gotta throw a party!" Like Project X, dude. Have you seen the trailers? That looks crazy, you know. And we're that, just like, "Yeah," it was just like, that, "Oh my god!" It, it did create a culture me. around preteens. What? That when I remember, I was just getting into film in 2012, right? So I had like. I was I knew about Project X, but I knew I had heard it was not that good. But I remember the reason why I watched it was when I was a junior or sophomore in high school. I was asking my friends or acquaintances around me, like what my what your favorite movies were, just to get acquainted. Um, and one of the people in my biotech class was like, "Project X is my favorite movie," because they were shocked that I had seen so many rated R movies, and they were like, "Project X is probably like the most debaucherous." evil movie i've ever seen in my life like coming from a mormon guy mm-hmm. and it was funny because when i watched it i was like it wasn't that you know it wasn't that crazy i mean it was crazy but it's not like rated r crazy i think it's pg-13 i i could be wrong but it, get, it does get crazy it does get yeah crazy. it does okay cool these are these are good pri- <laughs> Brandon's still on his crusade trying to explain to Sasha what the fuck he was talking about <laughs> in his star rating system in the group chat. Um, okay, my last film is a film I actually I don't really I don't love this film, but um, I think it does a good job at showing a wide variety of um, of parties. It's a it's a high school party movie. It's um, Booksmart. Um, oh that's good yeah right i i literally just thought about it before the the podcast started i had something i had the movie i had before this was clueless but then i was like no yeah i was like no that's it has a good party in it but it's not a party movie you know um this one is a party movie because the the goal of this movie is for these two girls to go to as many parties as they can right to go throughout the night to go all these parties and isn't it just to, like party? No, is, what what else is their goal? Is it to lose their virginity? No, that's super bad. No, that's American Pie and super bad. Okay, they're just determined to like have an amazing night. Yeah. Okay. Um. I honestly, my biggest gripes to this film is its pacing, and um. Uh, the the way, like these characters are like are developed. I don't think it was like I think it's they're developed their relationships developed too fast is why i can't really get into it like when some of the more dramatic stuff happens i couldn't really like believe in it but i think the comedy in this movie is actually really good and how it displays high school life in the 2010s and um especially in like a la private school life and just the crazy uh stuff that they would do like there was like a it's it's not a murder mystery party. It's sort of like a it's a theme party for like the theater kids. There's like the yacht party, then there's like the big party, um, and uh, was it Billy Lord? Uh, 
Carrie Fisher's daughter like is somehow she's so good. She's really good. She's like she's the best part of these of this movie. Like and just how fucking funny she is and she's at all these parties and stuff like that. And it's just a good it's a good way to develop a narrative by going to different parties and I was like that's a quintessential party movie right there. You know, we got a wide variety, got lots of cool different kinds of parties and it's really fun. Jason Sudeikis is the principal/Uber driver. Uh, he takes them to parties and stuff like that. Great, great party movie. Brand, what do you think about Booksmart? Um, I think it's a very underrated movie because I feel like a lot of people. I I remember it had the most hype coming out of South by Southwest or Sundance. I can't remember which it premiered at. One of the two, and everybody was like, "Oh, it's so good! It's like the next Super Bad." And then that drew a lot of like, kind of sexist. Um, attention towards the movie because they're like oh if it's just super bad like what's the point of making it it's just it's like the people who argued about um uh the ghostbusters reboot that it was Uh all female and then they made like a huge deal out of it just because they were female characters and then when it came out it it had mixed reactions because some people didn't think it was funny or moving yeah some people thought it was just too dramatic to be a comedy Mm -hmm. or some of the humor just didn't hit for them uh, but for me, I I was I feel like I was one of the ones in our friend group that liked it the most. I think you um, were, and I think I I stand by it because I remember watching it. And I I find the story between Beanie Feldstein and Caitlin Deaver to be like really compelling. Yeah, made them stars too. You know, they were coming off mm-hmm. bit parts and small things, but like this was their yeah. first big star role. Olivia Wilde's directorial debut was this, and it, it didn't really come out that long ago, but it was. It as also serves as a great party movie because they're hopping around from party to party and event to event. Yeah. Uh, much like Wolf of Wall Street is kind of in its narrative too. Yeah. Um, and I think the the humor is really funny in it, and it and it branches from a lot of different places, from stoner humor, uh, to something more ridiculous and outlandish. Um, and then there's like part like some quintessential party games played in it, like beer pong and rage cage and stuff like that. So it, it like genuinely captures that atmosphere. You even have like the theater party. That's kind of cool. You kind of see that in Everybody Wants Some too, but I didn't pick that movie. So, because I know it, I know how everybody feels. Yeah. How everybody, specifically me. Chris, what do you think about Booksmart? I think this is a really good movie. Um, I mean, Brandon touched on pretty much everything, like all of the things like um, that I would praise about this movie. I think it's really funny. Um, the drama is really well balanced with the comedy. Um, it definitely, like, like Brandon said, like the movie does draw a lot of comparison with Superbad. Um, I do definitely think Superbad leans more comedy than drama, whereas this one I think is more of a 50-50 some down the middle. I would agree. Um, but yeah, I think like for the most part, this is a very good movie. Um, a very strong directorial debut by... Uh, Olivia Wilde. I personally think it's far more impressive than Star is Born as a directorial debut, but that's just... Me. I would agree. From an uh, actor. Yeah. From a from an actor transition to director. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think it's great. Uh, very much a modern, like, like a modern, I guess, like, revitalization of this kind of film. I think a lot of, um, like, people who maybe... I think maybe our generation and a little, a little bit younger than us, like, they'll respond a lot very positively to this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think it's great. Um, you know, definitely like um, certain aspects of the film, um, like for example, like not every joke landed for me. You know, and like you guys know, like every joke in Superbad hit for me, but um, Booksmart not so not quite as much. But I don't. Um, that's just the me thing. I don't know. Like, um, it's because you're a man. Yeah, all... Just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, because I'm a fucking man. Um, but yeah, um, great movie. Yeah. Um, it's hard to. It's a hard movie to, for me to criticize because I don't really have anything I want to like point a direct finger at. But it's. I don't know. It's good. Yeah, I like this movie. Hell yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, Chris, let's take into your last film here for these uh, party film stack. All right. So this is my pick for a movie to watch at a party. Um, we okay. actually all watched this movie together a couple of weeks ago out for a movie night. Ah. I've seen this movie way too many times. It was a fucking riot. It's a fucking riot every time. You might say I have no regrets. 
<laughs> what? Where the Millers? I don't, know if there, I don't know if this is a party movie, but <laughs> I would watch this at a party. Are you kidding me? Oh, you'd watch it at a party. Okay, yeah, yeah, those, that's no. the way I, I approach this one. This is funny because as I was looking at lists at Letterbox of party movies, I came across a list that said movies I would watch at a party, and Where the Millers was one of the top ones. So. It is pretty perfect for party atmosphere. Which, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I um, just to quickly break it down. It's like you know, it's a road trip film um, starring Jennifer Aniston, Jason Sudeikis, um, Will Poulter, and I'm forgetting her name. What's the other Miller's name? I don't know. Anyone? No. What? Uh, who, the Miller. Wait, who? The actor. Jennifer Aniston, Will Poulter, no. Jason Sudeikis, Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. That's her. Jesus, you guys like danced around Emma Roberts. <laughs> um, yeah, problematic figure. Um, is she really? So is she? No, really? no. <laughs> She's iconic from like she was a good child actor, but then she transitioned to like very mature stuff very quickly. You know um, how child stars are. Oh yeah, those dang child stars. All right, um, right, Ethan. Yeah. Do you have names for them? Right? They're the Millers. No, <laughs> child stars. Your favorite child stars. You have names for them, right? Oh yeah, the Sprouse twins. <laughs> what do you mean names for them? Okay. We <laughs> forgot our bit. That's What's our bit? What's the bit? I forgot. What's the Chris? Do you remember this yeah. bit? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Chris, talk about where the Millers. Um, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so it is a road trip film um, about basically this. Um, these four people come together in an effort to uh, smuggle um, a, a shitload of weed from Mexico across the border to the United States. Um, mm-hmm. Hijinks ensue. Uh, the concept is very trashy, and it doesn't. It doesn't really reinvent the wheel in terms of like these kinds of movies, but for what it is and how it's executed, I think they did a really great job. There's a lot of fun jokes and easily t- easy to digest bits that go out through that go through this film, especially like once the other families introduced into the story. Um, yeah, and like, but also just on top of that, like the movies. Honestly, I honestly don't think this movie's that bad. Like, I think like for the story that it is about. These four like unlikely people finding their sense of family, um, like among one another. There, I will say, there's something kind of wholesome about that. Um, yeah, it was kind of cute by the ending that like, you know, things kind of worked out for all of them in terms of like what goes on in their lives beyond this crazy mission to to smuggle weed. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's fun. I have a great time. No, um, Scotty P, Mister No Regrets himself is. Probably Scotty P. He looks yeah. like Andrew Garfield. Like what? I remember seeing. He, yeah, don't you think he looks Hold like on, Andrew let me Garfield? Take a look at him, Scotty P. I remember thinking it was Andrew Garfield when I first saw the movie. <laughs> I was like, why did he like just shaved off eyebrows or something? It's Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> we should tweet bit. this we should tweet this picture and just say hey it's spider-man did you see this guy in no way home he's crazy <laughs> um yeah can i tweet? i'm gonna tweet that right now okay yeah it's a good party movie most most stoner movies are i feel like you could put on any seth rogan greg matola evan goldberg maybe judd apatow except for his latest work uh movies and those would all work fine as party movies Russian marshall thurber who did this movie what else yeah i he did central intelligence which is that rock movie those Mm. are all good because i think the comedy is a dying genre and like party movies branch mostly from comedy and where the millers like you know it, it may not be have a party in it but it definitely has party value (laughs) <laughs> it's a good yeah. time alcohol sometimes required sick jeremy johns reference i think we're the millers is just okay i don't know uh basic run of your mill comedy uh, what are your, your, one of your miller, miller comedy uh will poulter uh, is by far the best part of this movie um crazy uh, if that we're seeing him as adam warlock though that <laughs> 
That dude, he looks, he is, he is turned into something else. He's a like, hunk now. He's kind of a hunk now. It's kind of crazy. Like, damn. And like, mm-hmm. I think he can, I think, I, I have faith he's going to pull it off. You know? I do too. I agree with that. Like, mm-hmm. me too. I think he can do it. James, I, I don't, I think James Gunn knows how to direct somebody. A he does. Actor. I mean, look what he did with John Cena. Come on. Yeah. Chris. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you know, you know the image. You know the image, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I know the image. Oh, yeah. I got it. I got it ready right here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Chris, what are the odds you change that as your phone background? Can, can I do it? I don't think I can do a custom background on this on uh, Discord. On no, no, on your phone, your iPhone wallpaper. Oh, my phone background. You should do it as your phone background. Isn't your parents your phone background right now? No, it's, a, it's the skyline of Hong Kong is my background. No, but what's your real home? It's John Cena, Chris. <laughs> does he feel uh, like home to you? Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Like, you don't have to do <laughs> you see the bulges the it's bulges real. the liberty the liberty bells that i call Wait, them check out, check out how epic this zoom back is <laughs> it's a really good image it's really funny um yeah we're the millers pretty cool okay movie i don't know I miss these kind of comedies, even though I think this one's okay. You know, like when, when's the last time we had a comedy like this? Probably Game Night Blockers. Game Night, probably Game Night Blockers. Yeah, those. Are, I mean, but the, speaking most of John Cena, today are going to stream. Stream, yeah, because That's true, yeah, because the theaters don't play comedies because nobody's gonna go see them. And and the best way to see a comedy is either with friends at home or in a packed audience, you know, and you've kind of lost that with COVID. So unfortunately, I think we're seeing the last of a dying breed. It's true. It's weird. It's crazy. Sad. All right, Brandon, let's wrap up this party movie stack with your last party movie. Well, I'm going to do the movie that one of the two movies that revitalized the comedy genre for another short 10 years before COVID. Uh, and I'm going to do The Hangover instead of The Bridesmaids. And The Hangover yeah. is a great post-party movie mm-hmm. because it, it examines the effect of the day after. Yes, Most notably, the titular hangover that these guys have because they blacked out at their friend's bachelor party in mm-hmm. which they have to remember and try to figure out where their friend is as well as what happened the previous night. So they figure out that one of them got married, that one of them made friends with Mike Tyson and got the same tattoo on his face as well as got punched out by him. And there was a giant tiger involved. And this all happens over the course of one night in Vegas. There's a Chinese gangster in it. He's not actually... I don't think Ken Jeong's actually Chinese, Ken right? Ken Korean, but fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But it's a it's a fantastic depiction of what it sometimes feels like to go hard the night before and then black out because, you know, party. You got to party, bro. Uh, I've never partied as hard as these guys have, but I, I, I do think it does capture that day after feel really well. You feel very dirty, but... You still have to get things accomplished the next day. And honestly, it's a very important party movie, too, because like I said, it it kind of reestablished the comedy genre, which was dying in the early 2000s and late 2000s. And then in the early 2010s, it kind of revitalized it. It made a lot of money and then like gave us hits that we'll never forget. Like this is the end and mm-hmm. you know all those all those Seth Rogen movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is like. I remember uh, I went to Barnes and Noble once and it was like comedy throughout the ages and this and they did like a comedy to represent like each decade. And this was the one for like the 2000s. They when this came out like what 2008? It came out late 2000s, early 2010s. Yeah. And they're like, Mm -hmm. this is one of the fundamental comedies of the modern times it really struck a chord with everybody i remember like the wolf pack you know everyone every i remember everyone in my school like we always decided to assign each other to characters in the wolf pack can you guess which character they assigned me in the wolf pack zach galifianakis correct all right um yeah it was i don't agree with that anymore really you think i'm more yeah. of an ed helms character you know i'm more of a bradley cooper you're right yeah you're a bradley no, you're the one that gets lost 
I'm the one that gets lost. That's true, because yeah. I was missing for most of the party. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Which one are you? Uh, me? Yeah, which one would you say you are? I think I'm... You're Ed Helms. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. No, I think I think Chris I'm, uh, is Zach Zakov. No, I'm I'm Ken Jong. Oh, okay. It's true. Uh, <laughs> Joey's our Brett. Joey, it's true. He is Joey's, Chinese. He is. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's our Bradley Cooper, and Justin's our Zach Galifianakis. Remember, remember when we did our stacked? Uh, if an actor's played us, and Brandon chose Ken Jong for you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I knew he wasn't Chinese. I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, a hangover. <laughs> the hangover. Uh, best scene: Mike Tyson scene. It's obvious. Come on. I can feel it like that. That made that song iconic, even though it already was Phil Collins. But like. Mike Tyson. I feel like that was also like one of the first movies of bringing back like a big legend icon like Mike Tyson to these movies like that for like cameos. I feel like that was a thing after The Hangover. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it was before either. Yeah. Like if you think about it, like early comedies, they just relied on their jokes. Or... Early comedies did do that sometimes with like uh like uh, like a John Cre- Candy like, like Kareem Abdul Jabbar and Airplane. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, but oh, they're not really cameos. They're just like yeah, they're like roles. they're like supporting roles, but like cameos like this. Yeah, it's where they're playing themselves. Yeah, instead of oh, like did you say uh, LeBron James and Trainwreck? Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, so like Kev- Kevin Hart and Hobbs and Shaw. Fuck yeah. Um, Hangover. <laughs> Hangover. It's a good sorry. Movie. You said Kevin Hart. I realized not... I saw like the stupid Instagram rumor that said, "Is Kevin Hart gonna play Modoc in Ant Man 3? No. <laughs> I was like, "What? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what would you do <laughs> if Kevin?" Hart... Well, we already know who's playing Modoc. It kind of leaked mm, online. We don't know if that's true though. I, I think know. it is. It, I think it could, it's true. but I don't know. Um, I think it's a good choice. It is a good choice. I but I don't know. I don't know if he can handle that craziness. Um. Yeah, Hangover. I need to watch it again. I keep forgetting it's a trilogy of movies. Isn't that weird? And the two other ones suck. No, they don't. They're I heard okay. they suck. I heard they suck. Well, I, I own both of them. If we want to watch all, I own all three. Actually. Triple feature. Mm-hmm. I, the Hangover yeah, movies only are owns two and three. They're all. <laughs> they're overrated movies. I saw the third one. I just said they suck, them. and you're like, no, they don't. But they're overrated. <laughs> In terms of like. I, I think the first one's overrated, and I think the other two are underrated. Like, they're all, like, the same level of funny, except the first one's, like, more wholesome because they it's not obvious that they're, like, it's a cash grab, you yeah. know? Because it's the first of his kind, so of course it wouldn't be. The sure. second one is, like, the exact same as the first one, just in a different place. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is, like, entirely different from the rest, and it's pretty okay. Yeah, It tries something new, and I respect it, but, okay. you know... Todd Phillips is a mixed bag as a director. I'll say that. Yeah, he's only done like Joker. And that's like the only masterpiece he's made. So, War Dogs so, is good. It, it, the only really funny movie he's made is Joker. Let's be honest, guys. Come on. <laughs> Joker's funnier than The Hangover, according to Ethan. It, it might be. Actually, it is. Yes, Joker is funnier than The Hangover. Chris, do you think Joker's funnier than The Hangover? It's a funny movie. It is a pretty funny movie. You can't argue a movie with a, starring a little literal clown. Like, have you guys seen it? My Joker? mom saw it recently. Yeah, I've seen Joker. It's I was talking about The Hangover. I think I've seen the seen yeah. It. We've all seen that. I we haven't keep, seen the other two. Keep, do you guys notice we keep drifting away from Hangover whenever we're talking about this movie? Not me. <laughs> Much like we have a Hangover. I don't though. I have a Hangover. From what do you have right scene. now? Then what? What's wrong with you? I've got the booster. <laughs> What did you do today? <laughs> we, we just started going up tangents. All right, let's run down all of our films. And let's pick this final stack, shall we? All right, oh, so yeah. my three party movies were 1968's The Party, Lover's Rock, and Booksmart. Chris? My films were The Wolf of Wall Street, Triumph of the Will, and We're the Millers. <laughs> 
<laughs> Can we just the pick Holy Chris's stack? The Holy Trinity, if you will. I will never. <sighs> hmm. What's yours, Brandon? I chose Christmas with the Cranks, Project <laughs> X, and The Hangover. I, I say, picked the most party parties. I say we do We're the Millers, Triumph of the Will, and Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> That's a joke of right there. I don't want to choose. I don't want to choose Triumph of the Will. I don't want to choose. I'm bringing it back sometime. I, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I wanna, swear to God, I'll bring it back. I, I don't think. I don't want to award that movie any anything besides stars? besides three stars. <laughs> I never. If it's any consolation, I never want to rewatch that movie. <laughs> wow you're so brave you're so brave i'm, I'm brave for watching it three stars place. i'm never watching this again you trooper you trooper hey you, trooper. i watched it didn't i that's <laughs> yes you did it's yes. on it's in the book i read what mein kampf <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I. It's in the thousand one movies to see. Want to tell the audience about how much you love your your nighttime stories about your bedtime stories? It's in the book. It's in the book that I read. <laughs> the, no, a thousand one. It's a thousand one movies to see before you die. That one. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, All right. Um. All right, what do we want to pick? What do we want to pick? You're strange. I, you're you're strange. Yeah, you're I'll a weird guy. Quick. Yes. I, I'm I'm really surprised none of us picked a Seth Rogen movie. I think we got to do a. Uh, that's true. No uh, one picked another round. Or going. Oh, that's another a round's not really a party. It's like they're just drunk. They're not really partying. You know, there's a difference. Yeah. Like I can be drunk but not party. You know. I don't know. Okay. I. I think we should choose Project X because it's the ultimate party movie. I'm down for Project X. Okay. I want to pick Wolf of Wall Street as the one that's like multiple parties. I think it's a great party movie. I, I think it's a great movie to watch good. at parties and a movie to watch that's a movie about parties. I would Even think really Booksmart. Booksmart? Yeah, but mm. Booksmart over because... They do the same thing, basically. Like, Wolf of Wall Street could work for so many other stacks. And it's nothing against Wolf of Wall Street. It's great. Yeah, That's true. We could save it for another stack. Because there are lots of stuff that could go. Hmm. 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 What if we did Booksmart, Project X. Triumph. Not, not necessarily the player. And, and we're the Millers. No. I don't want, Mil <laughs> I don't want no, we're the Millers on this. Why? Why? Because <laughs> I don't it, know. It, he's right about it, though. He's it, I right. think you could... Because, like, I'm you right. could... I think where the Millers could be sandwiched in between. Like, you start out with more traditional party movie, like Booksmart. Mm -hmm. the, the last of its breed, if you will. <laughs> uh, then you put where the Millers in the middle, because you're going to be really drunk by the time you're, like, watching it. And you're like, uh -huh. yeah, this is pretty good. And then at the end, you're ending with Project X, and you don't really need to know... The plot of Project X, you just need to experience Project X. Hmm. And it's also the ultimate party movie because they throw the or ultimate party. The will. No, we're never going to pick that movie for a stack. <laughs> I refuse. Unless we do racist movies. <laughs> I was going to say, what if we did racist movies? But where are you going to find this in a fictional blockbuster? I don't even think oh, a fictional blockbuster would have this. Oh, you'll be surprised. You go to Alabama? <laughs> I bet that's true. I probably think probably you guys does. need to watch this. Bro, movie. you can't you can't pull that argument when we did when we picked Sally Garner at the Gallup. You it, know, I, it wasn't my choice. It was, hey, I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> I hey, was hey, hey, keep me out of this. <laughs> I was overruled. <laughs> okay, all right, Project X, uh, Triumph of the Will, Booksmart. Now, nah, no, <laughs> you can't do. No, that. we're the Millers. I'm fine with that stack. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. I think you get really high and drunk and watch We Are the Millers, and it probably is better. Was I high when I watched We Are the Millers? I don't think so. No, I was sober. But I bet it was better. Uh, that was just me just reconciling in my own brain. You guys like that stack? You like it? Yeah, I do. What do we start with? I already did. Book smart? I, Sorry. Yeah, okay. Traditional. Yes. 
Booksmart. Okay, Booksmart. We're the Millers. Yeah, that's right. Projects, because that's the grand finale. Okay, cool. Then let's run through our official 2021 party movies final stack, starting with Olivia Wilde's directorial debut. A movie about friendship, a movie about graduating high school, a movie about growing up, and a movie about parties. It is Booksmart. It's about some some dang nerds who want to live a little and go around Los Angeles and go to all these graduation parties and view different LA cultures and their parties. LA, cult, LA high school parties. And it's kind of cool. It's not a great... I don't think it's a great movie. I think it's okay. But the parties, they're cool. So it makes it a cool party movie chris what's our second pick our next film is we're the millers of <laughs> uh, a, a, a modern road trip movie that is both incredibly hilarious but also very tender and surprisingly heartwarming by the end of it um i you might say if you see this movie you, you'll have no regrets no regrets yes no, no regrets and brandon what is our La- our last film our is last the ultimate film. project x the ultimate party film it's crazy it's found footage it's it did wonders for the party scene in the early 2010s 2010s it's not great but it is what it is it is <laughs> hey and what do we all say guys let's say on three two one it is was what it is and that's our stack <laughs> That's our that's the episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to rate us on iTunes, Spotify, uh fucking anchor, like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Come on, I saw we got we got a few more views on um our uh stacked you know, I think people liked our uh, Sammy Stackhouse podcast. I think I think we gotta do more crazy stuff like that, you know? I think it was fun. I think we gotta do All we gotta right. think of more stuff like that. We'll see. I, I won't be as I I won't be as high for it next time. That was kind of painful, but uh, we'll do we'll do more stuff like that. So thank you all for listening to this episode. Thank you all for listening to past episodes. Stay tuned for uh, our last two episodes of the year coming up soon. That's crazy. Twenty twenty one is almost over. What the fuck? Another year of stacked. This is crazy. We're gonna be going into our that, a third year of stacked pretty soon. That's nuts. That episode's gonna be hard. Our 2021 best of yeah 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 and that's gonna be that's gonna be episode 69 i'm sorry everybody but uh we're gonna have to we're gonna have to make it sexy somehow all right just saying it's episode 69 gotta do something for the best of 2021 maybe we'll we'll give something the best of 2021 that's all i'm gonna say brandon get over here man (laughs) 